The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 285. Uh, I'm currently living in my camper van because we are about to move into a new place, um, actually moving in tomorrow thankfully. So uh, if you do hear any background noise, any dogs barking or anything else, uh, my apologies for that. Um, now, if you uh, would like to get a free session with me, um, you can do that. All you need to do to get it is to head over to uh, my website, which is robertjamescoaching.com. Uh, there you can book that free session directly, or if you prefer, you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, I am going to be uh, talking about um, the one-trick pony that is OCD, um, this is something that um, that I realized uh, at some point in, in my kind of journey of, you know, of, of learning to, to deal with OCD better. Um, and, and that is that we tend to believe that OCD has so much more power than it actually has, uh, that it's a lot more complicated than, than it is. Um, you know, obviously it is very, very difficult, incredibly hard to deal with. But ultimately, it is a one-trick pony. Uh, it has one thing, and, and that is to get us uh, chasing after something, which I'll get into in the podcast in just a minute. Um, so, yeah, if you find this podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. Also, uh, we now have Patreon for the podcast. So if you're interested in supporting the podcast in some small way, you can sign up for Patreon by uh, going to the, the show notes and following the link there. So there, there we go, guys. I really hope that you enjoy. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And off we go. One of the main problems with OCD is that it kind of convinces us, um, you know, that we can't overcome it, that whatever we do, it, it finds a way to outmaneuver or to, uh, you know, to kind of outsmart us almost, that because it is us, because it's, uh, you know, generally speaking, people with, with OCD tend to be, you know, quite creative, smart people and, um, that creativity and that that smartness almost is used uh, against you, where the OCD is always one step uh, step ahead. It knows exactly, you know, what things are going to catch you out, what things are going to get you ruminating, and so no matter what you do, uh, no matter how much you think about it, it's just got a Joker card every time, and it's just there waiting, ready to kind of play that Joker. Um, you know, and I laugh because it's uh, obviously a, an ironic laugh because it's so frustrating. It's so annoying uh, when you're stuck in that that trap of going around in circles with things. And ultimately, though, you know, OCD is not as uh, sophisticated as we give it credit for. 
Um, really, its only major weapon that it has, that it, it uses time and time again in multiple different ways, is actually, you know, trying to get you to look for certainty. Um, that's its only weapon. It, it uses it incredibly effectively, um, you know, obviously, because if it didn't, then we wouldn't be talking about this. Um, it uses it very, very well. It disguises that fact incredibly well. Uh, it gets you coming back to the table again and again to try your to try your luck, um, you know, to throw the dice, as it were, with with OCD and, and to to keep trying to figure it out, to keep trying to get to the bottom of it. And it, it does this because it knows something about you. It knows that you are looking for certainty, that you are almost demanding certainty from yourself, certainty and perfection when it comes to, to that search for certainty. And as long as we keep playing OCD's game in this way, as long as we keep focusing on trying to get that certainty, uh, you know, through reassurance, um, through... Uh, avoiding things, through researching things, through checking things, whatever it is that you might be doing. Um, as long as we keep doing that, we're going to remain in the OCD trap. Um, and, you know, this is really unfortunate because so many people, I, I, I think, are, you know, are struggling with this, are really struggling to, to kind of let go of that need for certainty. Um, so really, the first step in doing that is almost recognizing that this is the problem. It's it's not about your thinking skills. It's not about your ability to work out the OCD. It's actually recognizing that OCD is looking for certainty about all of these bizarre things that our, our mind tends to go to. Um, you know, OCD, often it's kind of like a, a spotlight that you might have on a stage Whereas the spotlight is normally in the center of the stage on the uh, on the main character that's performing. With OCD, that, that spotlight tends to go over very far to the left or very far to the right. Where actually there's there's nothing really worth looking at uh, on, on that part of the stage. There's nothing there. There's nobody performing. But that doesn't matter. That's the part of the stage that people with OCD are paying attention to. Um, you know, myself included, when I get lost in rumination, um, you know, that's what happens. I'm going to the extreme left of the stage or to the extreme right of the stage. I'm not really paying attention to my values, the important things, which are the things happening uh, on the center of the stage. And, you know, that's what I need to do if I want to, you know, get myself disconnected from that rumination and come back to reality is actually just uh, gently refocus, reorientate myself um, onto onto the center. Um, but yeah, OCD will convince you or try to convince you that that's a very bad idea because, you know, it's going to tell you, well, if you do that, if you pay attention to the center of the stage, then something terrible could happen. Something truly awful could happen and it will be your fault. Um, you know, and it's using guilt, it's using shame uh, against us uh, to to convince us that actually, you know, we have to figure this thing out. We have to think about it one more time. We need to go back to the drawing board uh, and then we can rest. And obviously this is, you know, this is a trap. This search for certainty then is underpinning everything. 
the moment that we can begin to let go, the moment that we can begin to acknowledge that actually uncertainty, as much as we may not like it, is actually an inherent part of life. And that doesn't mean that uh, terrible things are going to happen. Um, it, it, you know, it means it's, it's very unlikely that those things um, are going to happen. Very, very unlikely. But if we demand 100% certainty that they could never, ever happen under any circumstances whatsoever, um, you know, what, what happens is that you're, you're going to get stuck in this trap. Um, you know, what you've got to do is you've got to find a way to get comfortable with saying that you don't know, that you're not 100% sure. That does not mean in any way that you agree with those things or that you think those things are good or true or anything like that. And it doesn't mean that those things are ever going to happen. It just means that you're not looking for certainty anymore. You're giving up on that search for, for certainty. Um, you know, there's a lot of paradox uh, involved with OCD. Um, and, you know, one of these paradoxes actually is, um, you know, because some people say to me, but I want to have certainty. You know, I, I feel like I want to live my life being certain about some of these things because, you know, if I'm in a relationship with somebody and, you know, I'm feeling uncertain about it, then how am I going to be happy in that relationship? How am I going to be able to enjoy it? How am I, how am I going to be able to, to give and receive love and all of that kind of stuff? Um, you know, and, and, and these are really good questions, but I think what you what I've learned has been very helpful for, for me is to to acknowledge that um, actually the paradox of OCD is a really important thing and that if you're able to um, to let go of that need for certainty and, and let's just use the example of relationship OCD let's say that you just say you know um, you know perhaps everything is okay in my relationship and I'm just going to act as if it is and you let go of that that need for certainty you let go of searching for it um you know what tends to happen when you do that because you've actually you know you've actually allowed uncertainty in and you've just tried to get on with your life anyway and just allow that anxiety to be there in the background when we do that lo and behold we end up feeling those actual emotions of um of certainty that we've been looking for all that time you know when we give up control when we stop demanding things to be a certain be uh, to be a certain way sorry then actually you know we begin to to feel and experience what we're actually wanting uh, to experience <laughs> it's it's this idea of when you actually let go of looking for certainty then lo and behold you are given that certainty you actually realize that there's a lot more certainty there than you thought um you know and that's an empowering feeling that's a, a wonderful feeling because you're getting the feedback that you need as long as you stay in this negative feedback loop of of demanding certainty from yourself about all these things and wanting everything to be under control you know you're going to get the opposite effect you're going to feel frustrated and annoyed uh, and very anxious but when you can let go and do the opposite, you begin to open up uh, yourself to, to life and all of the possibilities and amazing things and happiness and joy that life can bring. Um, you know, because you're opening up to that inherent uncertainty in, in life. 
And uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I think this is a much uh, a much more positive way to live your life than, you know, being incessantly stuck in these rumination loops that OCD produces that, you know, it just keeps us stuck. It keeps us trapped. And it's just horrible. It's just such a, you know, it's such a difficult and negative way to, to live life. And, you know, I, I was there myself for so many years. And, you know, when I opened up a little bit more and stopped demanding all of this perfection and certainty, you know, things really did begin to improve. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. Really hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions whatsoever, do please let me know. And uh, if you would like to sign up for the Patreon uh, you get all sorts of bonus material and different things for, for doing that, then please do uh, consider that. You can, um, you can sign up in the show notes. Many thanks, and I'll see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.